Welcome to the Empowered Modern Witches Show. Join us to learn simple, accessible ways that the seasons, moon phases, and astrology can help you finally create a spiritual self-care practice you can be consistent with. I'm your host, Tanae Stewart, the Witch of Lupin Hollow. I'm a practicing witch, a certified astrologer, and a published author. And I'm on a mission to help modern witches like you nourish your mind, body, and intuition so you can be your most magical self all day, every day. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I'm here today with Sarah Mack who is a writer and creative business mentor who works with coaches, healers, and artist entrepreneurs who are ready for six-figure years, more freedom, and fun in life and business. Um, She supports creatives to sell high-ticket coaching offers and digital courses and attract dream clients on repeat by sharing their authentic story online. Originally from the UK, Sarah now lives in LA. She's also a singer-songwriter, rapper, video artist, and host of the Creative Magic Club podcast. Thanks for being here, Sarah. Hey, thanks for having me. All right. So let me see. I actually have a, I didn't bring this up before. Let me bring this up now. Um, I have a little question that I like to ask people when we come on the podcast. Um, I think it's a good little, you know, intro to who you are and your perspective on things. Um, but let's just see if I can, if I can find it. (laughs) We were multitasking. Okay. So this is the question I always like to start with is what does it mean to you to live a magical life? Oh, I love this question. Okay. I think to me, it means trusting myself, listening to my intuition and prioritizing the things that feel really fun in like always in every area of life, relationships, like work, business, money, self-care, um yeah I think magic to me is that sparkle that comes when you're just really enjoying life and it feels really yummy and delicious to you because that's just what you like and that's authentically who you are I love that I love the idea of it being sparkle like I think that's so true that we can feel when something feels kind of sparkly and it just feels like oh this works and this is good you know this is right Right. I love that that was a very I'm a manifesting generator in human design and that was a very like typical you know it's like that everything that's what I've learned about my type is like you have to have that gut yes you know like that thing that pulls you towards it like that's when you know that that thing is for you and when you feel the contraction that's when it's not for you and it's really like trusting that that pull and that excitement that's so true and it's so important to get to know that for yourself right whether it's human design or astrology or like somatic like what does it actually feel like to you when something is right Right. I love that. Okay. So you are bringing astrology more and more into what you do. Can you tell us a little bit about how you're doing that? Yeah. So, you know, we were just talking, I was interviewing you on my podcast and your answer really resonated with me. I feel like astrology is one of those things where I'm like, I don't know when it first came into my life. Like I think it was just like trickling in, in the background for years and years. And I took my first official, like astrology course and it was just over two years ago and I was like I am a 100% beginner at astrology and then I ended up in the classroom and I was like oh like I know a lot about astrology like how did I not realize this I think just you know YouTube videos and obviously I yeah I'd been reading some things here and there but it's it's so in-depth that 
you know, even now after being studying it in depth for the last few years, I still feel like I'm only scratching the surface, you know, but I started bringing it in with clients because I help people to tell their stories and to, you know, for sales and marketing in their, in their business. And I just think it's such an amazing tool. It's like a mirror, um, to show us who we are and, you know, I've always used it. It's been valuable for me as an entrepreneur and as a creative to just reflect back my strengths and my challenges and to kind of, yeah, like accept and validate and also value the things that I haven't been good at or that I've struggled with and help me to see how those have brought value to my own life. And especially how that brings value to other people's lives when I bring that into the work that I do. And and just help me to validate those intuitive, like we were talking about the things that I like and the things that I don't like, the things that I'm really drawn towards and just giving me that clear reflection of like, oh yeah, this is who you are. Like, this is a big part of you. And there's a reason why there's a lot of resonance in these particular areas of life that I think very often we're trained not to look at, you know, like we're trained to look at ourselves in relation to our career and the way that we make money and the way that we present ourselves because, you know, we have to, to survive. But all those other things that make us happy or that bring us energy or bring us a sense of freedom or self-expression and, you know, the unique ways that just feel good to us, that I find it really validating for that in that, you know, it's okay to lean into the things that come easily and it's also okay to value the things that have been challenging. So yeah, that's what really what I do with my clients and it helps them to feel confident in making decisions in their business and the way they're making money and, you know, their storytelling, sales and marketing, how they are sharing themselves with the world online. And, and I think for me and my clients, it gives us the strength to be vulnerable and to be brave and really taking a stand for our values in the world, even when it's scary or it's going to push some buttons or trigger people or, you know, open us up to potential judgment and criticism about things that we really care about. So I think it's such an amazing tool for that. I love that. Yeah, that's so true that, you know, when you have this kind of like validation and permission to be who you are, it really makes all of that judgment and worry, like just mean so much less. It's like, it doesn't really matter if somebody, what somebody thinks about me, because I know who I am. I think that's something that astrology really helped me with was getting kind of grounded in like, you know what, it's okay if people aren't okay with this thing about me, because I am. Yeah, hundred percent. And recognizing that like everybody has everything, you know, and some people have more of some things in the chart and some people have less of some things. And there's a reason why some people love us and some people hate us. And, and that's okay. You know, like we're all different. And I think the clearer we are on, are on, on our own values, the easier it is to put ourselves in spaces and places where we're surrounded by people who share those values and who elevate us and, you know, make life easier and more fun. And it's okay to not get so upset when the people who don't vibe with us don't vibe with us. That's so true. That's so true. It's like the, the positive side of compatibility astrology. <laughs> um, okay. So you do a lot of work with your clients around money. So how are you helping them with money through astrology? Yeah. So like money has been a real challenge for me in my life. I became an entrepreneur when I had a burnout after working on film crews and, you know, stepping into that was the first time where I had to like price my work and 
that kind of led me down a big rabbit hole in money mindset and really looking at like, why did I feel so triggered around money? Why was I so avoidant around money? Why did I not value my creative skills? Like, why was this bringing so much resistance up for me? And, you know, why had I struggled with money? Why was I so disorganized? Like all of these, you know, very real problems that became unavoidable for me to have to deal with when I stepped into entrepreneurship. And so that became a big part of my work with clients, as well as the content strategy and helping them with their online brand and presence and messaging and and business strategy and you know it's just such an important part and I think as a creative person like money has always been like a big chip on my shoulder you know like throughout my whole childhood all my teachers and my parents constantly told me like you can't pursue your creative dreams because you'll be broke you know like don't go into the theater because you'll be broke don't you know go and get a job as a secretary you can't go and study the arts you should at least study like English and you know everything that I was passionate about that I wanted to do somebody shot me down throughout my upbringing and that you know obviously created a particular like load of resistance in my relationship with my creativity and its value and so I like I've had to work a lot on unpacking that and that's you know that's kind of what inspired my business like I wanted you know, I saw all of my friends who were artists and creatives who were so brilliant and like caring people who were just so broke and had so many money problems that I was like, if we could just have more money in our community, we would do such incredible things. And that's what really drove me to start my coaching business, where my first programs that I launched were money mindset for creatives and helping people believe in themselves and, you know, step into just creating space for the work that they were really feeling called to do which was another intention behind my business was to have the freedom to do that and when I was working on film crews that was like 18 hour days and I didn't have time to get into like you know creative rituals and habits and rhythms and really like build out projects of my own that I was feeling that burning desire to express myself through And so my business gave me the time and space to do that and to get more into songwriting and performing. And I've written a book and just, you know, build some skills and be able to create things and even putting my writing out on social media and, you know, having a blog and a podcast, all these things that make bring me so much creative fulfillment. And, you know, so I attract a lot of clients going through similar things who trying to balance their creative expression with making good money and having freedom and especially in industries where maybe there's gatekeepers or they're hearing no a lot or they're being you know taken advantage of or they've been used to working for really low um like low like hourly income and starting to just change the paradigm around the way that we think about our worth as creatives and you know getting creative in being able to be of service and create offers that just take all the boxes that feel really good, that are authentic in alignment. We love the way we're selling and marketing. We love the way we're delivering. We love the communities that we're helping through our work and just kind of undoing all of the knots that, you know, we were led to believe that these things wouldn't be possible or it would be hard or we're not good enough or we can't, you know, all of the no's and the closed doors. So the parts of the chart that, you know, I like to look at to give people I think of them as like money alignment prescriptions where I just think having some type of money hygiene practice like money mindset where you're always just examining the thought process that's going on you're examining your habits and behaviors 
your emotional patterns, like everything to do with your relationship to money, which is so complex. And everybody, you know, has a different experience, a different upbringing, different background, different like cultural, socioeconomic narratives when it comes to money and what you believe is possible for you. So I think it's really important to be addressing that because that's going to usually money is the reason we make the majority of our choices in our, you know, in our day-to-day life, because we need it to feed ourselves, to pay rent, to cover, you know, the rising cost of just being alive on this planet. So there are some placements to look at, to just kind of feel into like, where does this placement play out for me in my life? And look at where some of your blind spots are. So one of them is Jupiter, like that's the expander, it brings gifts and luck and blessings. So look at your Jupiter placement, look at the house that it's in, look at the sign that it's in and just, you know, read around, like feel into it and look at like what pops out to you. What are you really drawn towards? Like we were talking about that. What brings you the sparkles? Like what lights you up when you look at the different representations of these placements and really examining where you may have like written something off or hidden something or judged something about yourself that actually there could be a lot of potential there. And maybe it's something that comes really easily to you that because you're in the paradigm of I've got to work hard in order to prove my worth and make a living that you may have sidelined or deprioritized. So that's a really great one to look at. Um, I love looking at the North Node because that just gives you, you know, it's kind of like an arc of where you're going and where you're moving towards in this lifetime. And it can often represent somewhere where you have a lot of stickiness or um, resistance, like mine is in Taurus. And I, you know, I traveled to 18 different countries when I, in the, uh, like the first five to six years of becoming an entrepreneur. And I was just like the butterfly, like blowing around on the wind and never settling down, living out of a suitcase. And I can see myself now, like slowly moving into, like, I just really want to be grounded and have my space and have like, like my things and feel comfortable and have a beautiful home. And like my traveling, even though I still travel a lot and it's a big part of who I am like that is becoming less and less of a priority for me and more and more of a desire to just have that stability and to be surrounded by beautiful things and not just like sleeping on somebody's couch, you know? And I know that's obviously something that comes when you're older, but just looking at how creating stability is also allowing me to create more money and impact and security. And so that's a really big one. Obviously second house, that's how you make money. Um, same thing like security, um, the work that you do in the world. So yeah, see if you have any, um, like planets in there looking at those three, I think are really a great place to just reflect and ask yourself, how can I be a little bit more intentional with cultivating these values and, qualities in my own life and especially looking at where you have resistance or stickiness and looking at where maybe being in resistance to that could be potentially blocking you from accessing more abundance and more ease and and self-expression I love that I love that combination of Jupiter and the north node and the second house like those feel so like expansive right and they're not always some of them are not always the ones people point to for money so I love that I, I always love to hear like the different perspectives, you know, on how we can interpret each 
each planet and each house. Like it's always so interesting. You can get a reading from 10 astrologers and you'll get 10 totally different, different perspectives on who you are, which I think is so beautiful, right? It's like, we're, we're weaving this story and that we're all going to hit on similar things, similar topics, but we're going to see them in a little bit of a different way. So I love that. Of those three, which do you think has been the most powerful for you in changing your own money mindset? Honestly, I think it's been the North Node. I still, um, I'm still like really feeling into the second house and Jupiter and like understanding those parts of myself. And obviously Jupiter is like something that just comes naturally to me anyway. Like it's kind of, you know, it's always like that one that's like a little bit obvious, but I know that there's always going to be another level that I can get to. And I think Jupiter is the closest to the earth right now. It's funny because like, I've just been doing a lot of Jupiter work and my friend's dog is called Jupiter. And I was dog sitting Jupiter on the day that I was having my Jupiter breakthrough. And I was like, there's something Jupiter in the air right now. But for me, I think because like finding my voice has been a big part of my transformation. Like when I had my burnout, because Taurus um, rules the voice and the throat, right? So when I had my burnout, I was intuitively drawn to start singing and playing guitar. And I, you know, my body was like burnt out. Like my vocal cords were like not in a good shape. I had never played guitar before. I was really bad at it. But there was something that was really just pulling me towards that. And it was that time, you know, it was my Saturn's return when I had my burnout where I was really just being called to like sit my ass down and listen to myself because I had no energy to do absolutely anything else. Like I was, you know, my energy had flatlined. And so I just went with it and I would just play for like 10 minutes a day and it just really transformed my life. And I, it's taken me a while to understand how and why music benefits me so much and now I I kind of understand that it's a lot of it is the vibration right and also I think it's very healing to hear your own voice and to experience your own tones like you know sound healing is like a huge trend in California now I feel like every, every time I step out my door I meet a sound healer and I'm like getting the vibe getting the urge to train as a sound healer just being here but which I think is awesome and music has always been a big part of my life like I grew up raving in the clubs in London and Manchester and like was a big part of the underground club scene when I was growing up and I would always let out I think a lot of my just pent up angst from being a teenager and like young adult on the dance floor dancing for hours and hours but I'd never made my own music and and then I just noticed like this this was like a kind of established self-care practice for me that when I played guitar when I sang like just for myself for nobody else I would always make more money and things would just go and be in flow for me and I would have more energy. And every time, you know, it always happens when you get busy or life stress comes along, all of those kind of like seemingly unproductive self-care things just fall off the priority list. And then, you know, I would tend to like start spiraling down and the tension would build up. And so, yeah, that has been like a big, a big kind of piece of the Taurus transformation for me that I'm like constantly in dialogue with and you know moving away from and then coming back to you and and then I ended up writing my own songs and I started performing and and I feel like that was just such a powerful way for me to reclaim my own voice and you know prioritize myself and my thoughts in a creative way that was really nourishing for me that just yeah shifted my energy a lot and I've you know I've 
my side hustle is writing song lyrics for other independent artists. And it's just brought so much to my life. And just having that like stable, repetitive, persevering, like daily practice, I feel yeah, it's brought me so much and kind of just become like the center point that has allowed all the other things in my business and my life and my health to kind of evolve. So and yeah, as with all of these placements, I'm still exploring, you know, there's always like another level and another expression, but that has definitely stood out to me as, as just like a kind of random life-changing thing that I connected to my North Node. That is so cool. I, yeah, I think it's so important to remember that we don't, we try to go backwards, right? We don't start with the the success and the the money and all of the things and then have time for the things we want to be doing right like that's mm-hmm. what we're taught that's what we're taught in every part of our society right is like you're going to work and you're going to you know go to work every day and you're going to do all of these things that you have to do and then someday you're going to retire and you're going to get to do things you want to do mm-hmm. and you know i think our generation like we're changing that so much because that's probably not going to be true for us for one thing right <laughs> so we better enjoy it now right and but i think also seeing like our parents and grandparents and you know earlier generations like burning themselves out not ever doing the things that they actually really wanted to do um and the north node is such a cool and i think really really just brilliant place to look for that because it is like when you're in alignment with your purpose when you're going where you need to be going everything else is going to follow. Like, you know, we think that going after our purpose is, I think sometimes we think it's going to be this like struggle, like this really, you know, okay, I have to continue, you know, trying to achieve this thing when that's really not the lesson of the North node. It's like, if you just let this part of you be and exist, like everything else is going to come into place. Yeah. It's so magic. And it's like those little rituals and and habits and you know it's like it just blows my mind it's like a 10 minute a day thing and I think that when I think back one another habit that I built was learning to hula hoop like one of my best friends was like amazing at hula hooping and we were always hanging out on the beach together and we were like joined at the hip and I was always just like the boring one that didn't have a skill and I was like oh and I would try and it would be so hard and so frustrating but just from hanging out with her and then being like you know what she's having such a good time like I'm just going to keep trying and would just, you know, do a few hoops and then get frustrated and then give up. And then just slowly like chipping away 10 minutes at a time. Eventually, you know, I was like pulling all these tricks and then she could teach me things and I could do it. And my body learned how to kind of adapt to the, to the hoop. And so I think like being driven to learn something that was really fun for me in small, consistent effort. And then again, with music, really gave me an amazing foundation for my business where, you know, I was learning how to just create content and sell every day and serve my clients every day and, you know, do the little audience growth things every day and all of those other habits, which I was then able to, well, I was able to transfer that to my health and recovering my health. And then through that, I learned to apply that to money and being able to grow my income and yeah, like a little bit every day and just nurturing those parts of us. Like it's life-changing, you know, when you zoom out. Absolutely. Yeah. The more that we lean into our charts in these little like sustainable ways, the more we just like become more of who we are. I love that. Awesome. Okay. Well, where can people learn more about what you do and hear more from you? So if you love astrology, which I'm assuming you do by the fact that you're listening to this podcast, 
Um, every month on my podcast, I share content prompts. If you're an entrepreneur and I share money alignment journaling prompts, it's called Creative Magic Club. So definitely check that out and check out my website with sarahmack.com. I have a ton of freebies. I've got some astrology focused freebies for business and um, yeah, all of my social media channels are connected over there. If you want a reading, if you want a money reading, um, yeah, reach out and like, let's have a conversation. I'd love to connect with you. Fabulous. I love it. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here, Sarah. Um, and we will see you guys for our next episode. Thanks. As always, thanks for listening to the Empowered Modern Witches Show. I'm Tanae Stewart, the Witch of Lupin Hollow, and it's my pleasure to be your host. If you loved this episode, be sure to leave a five-star rating and review and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Much love from Lupin Hollow.